0: breaking it down with Frank McKay this is 1039 LI news radio
1: I'd like to welcome everyone to breaking it down and I want to welcome everyone back to our series with dr. Pamela Gums and she is uh, the CEO and president of United Pharmacy in Berkeley California and uh, please, binge listen to everything that we've been doing. We have a documentary out on Dr. Pam, and uh, we'll let you know exactly next week, next week when uh, when that's coming, once it's approved, once it's approved by Dr. Pam, it, uh, the rest of you could see it. It's, uh, it's wonderful, and she's wonderful. And uh, without further ado, Dr. Pamela Gums, how are you?
0: A uh, fun sir. Uh,
1: we were talking a little bit off mic. I I have some uh, some dogs here, and I've got a bunch of cats. Uh, but a lot of people are, are concerned about their uh, their animals always, and uh, it, you know it's something that maybe you want to address this week.
0: Uh, yes, uh, uh, at the beginning of COVID nineteen, uh, a lot of people were concerned about their pets, whether whether they can get the disease and how the ability of the, of the animal to transmit the disease to another human being. Yeah. That was the that, fear that was caused of the, animal abuse, yeah. and a lot of, lots of people abandoned their pets. Wow.
1: I mean, you think about how cruel that sounds right off the bat. Uh, as it turned out, what was the answer to that, Dr. Pam, whether, whether animals can give the disease to each other or to humans.
0: Well, they're saying right now that the um, that the owner of the animal can transmit the COVID to the pet, but the pet will not give it back to another person.
1: So that's interesting. And um, Right, so they're, they're more in jeopardy. Oh, we're more in jeopardy of hurting them than they are of hurting us. That's correct, yes. You know, it's also terrible that uh, anybody would abandon their, their pet for any reason. Um, and, you know, I guess uh, when panic ensued and the pandemic was going on, people just uh, gave But I, I think there was a a big rise in uh, in the shelters, uh, pets being uh, dropped off at shelters and uh, just abandoned in the woods and different things like that. Really terrible things were happening. Um, have you heard uh, a lot of that uh,
0: around where you were? No, I haven't heard too much. Uh, People are very cautious about their pets. They're keeping them out of the way. They're telling them not to have too much contact with them if you're positive with COVID, so so you won't transmit the the disease to them. Uh,
1: You know, this is yeah. Not to cut you off, but this is something that has been uh, has. Has been a big concern and and also not talked about all that often. In fact, you're the first one I I, I've talked to uh, about it. I I don't know any of these answers. So when I ask you a question, it's not like it's a rhetorical question. I I literally don't know the answer to uh, to these questions. And it's, uh, you know, kind of interesting. Uh, to find out, again, Dr. Pamela Gums is the voice you're hearing if you're just tuning in a little late or turning on your computer or radio a little late. Frank McKay here with Dr. Pam, uh, but uh, I address that uh, where it's it's a difficult thing to even get uh, research on, I imagine just a lot of people haven't talked about this.
0: Well, no, but the people were fearing it though so they've taken tests, they've given their pets a test. sometimes the tests come out positive, mm. but there's they're noting that a positive test does not mean that they that they have covid nineteen. They have a virus, they have a coronavirus, yes, but it's not anything that's that's um that's uh,
1: transmittable, yeah, interesting, right you know they uh uh you know i imagine it would be very difficult to test them uh it, have people asked you whether they could test the uh, do you sell in in united pharmacy do you sell the uh uh the home testing kits Yes, uh, yes, we do yeah. have people asked if pets can use them no they have not so far no yeah you know it's uh it, you know it's it's interesting Um, that nobody came up with a separate test. Maybe they would have had a hard time uh, approving it, but I I don't know that there's a separate test for animals, is there?
0: At the present time, there is not one. But animals do get a coronavirus. The cats have a feline coronavirus. The dogs have a canine coronavirus. But they they are distinctly different from COVID-19.
1: You know, there's a... uh, uh, there's a high level of of female, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, feline AIDS or HIV in felines um, that I've heard you know about quite a bit, uh, but uh, you know I I didn't hear about that in dogs, uh, but we uh, you know we sometimes forget that you know I mean there's so many pet lovers out there, there's so many people who who care so much about their uh, their pets, but. When coronavirus came out, I guess the focus was on the, the human condition and, and how many people were, uh, were passing away and getting uh, deathly sick from uh, the disease, and, and maybe uh, pets took a, a backseat to it. But um, it, you've, uh, you've been doing a little reading on, uh, on the subject, and uh, I, I'm right, though, right? There was a, a tremendous increase in people abandoning their, their pets because of coronavirus.
0: That that's true, and they're talking about people also in wildlife, um, going to the zoo, people that live on farms, um, the possibility of transmitting it to your farm animals.
1: Yeah, right, and that you know that could uh, be an issue because they're producing food for us, whether it's meat or eggs, uh, that the farm animals uh, would uh, would deal with that. Uh, one of the one of the things having to do with wildlife that i I noticed, and I, I picked up just in uh, in newsprint and on on uh, you know different apps and different um, different uh, uh, websites, uh, A lot of people were reporting that there was there was an increase in wildlife looking for food because the population, while the population um, was uh, was staying inside, and secluding themselves, and, and quarantining, um, there wasn't a, as much activity on the street. Therefore, uh, you know, in, in certain areas, coyotes and raccoons, you know, in rural areas, uh, they they rely on garbage. They rely on human trash and trash from restaurants. Bears, the same thing in certain areas that bears were going in uh, into dumpsters, and they always go into dumpsters looking for uh, looking for a meal, and if there was no, um, uh, if there was uh, no food there or not enough garbage, uh, the the bears went further, looking. So they uh, they creeped into neighborhoods. Uh, but the other situation was a, a very serious one and a disturbing one was rats. There were a lot of rats that normally uh, would would be kept out of sight, eating garbage somewhere, uh, and they couldn't find. Um, they they couldn't find survival food, and they started going into areas there where they normally wouldn't go. And um, before you respond to any of that, uh, Frank McKay here with Dr. Pam, Dr. Pamela Gums from United Pharmacy in Berkeley, California, and we're talking about pets and and animals, and how the coronavirus had. Uh, affected uh, animal life, uh, but what about that? What about wildlife, uh, including from bears to rats? Uh, have you heard anything about uh, about the behavior of those animals uh, due to the our behavior in coronavirus?
0: Okay, they were talking about they were um, they talked about zoos and wildlife sanctuaries that we have to be careful of um, them having contact with people who were out positive, for COVID-19, I believe they called it zoonetics. Um, Hold on. Uh, It was, uh, I can't find it when you want it. You know,
1: while you're looking for that, I I should mention too, that, you know, just as we thought maybe uh, coronavirus was over, uh, uh, former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton uh, came down with it the same week. President Barack Obama, former President Barack Obama, had it. And Eric Adams, the New York City mayor, just had it. Uh, so there's a there's a big swing uh, of coronavirus coming back. And, and fortunately, it's not as deadly as it once was. Uh, did you find that information you were looking for, Dr. Pam? Oh, yeah. They were
0: talking about zoonetic disease. It's an infectious disease. That's transmitted from animals to humans. Ah. But but they are saying it is different than um, COVID-19.
1: Well, the original thought of of coronavirus uh, and and why this uh, this coronavirus, uh, COVID-19, happened to explode. uh, It was talk uh, about bats, you know, that bats somehow transmitted it. To us, you know, people eating bats, or or, or something that happened in um, in China, and I don't know whether that was totally proven, or if it was speculation, or or whatever. But there is a, um, you, you know, there is a connection uh, from from animals to uh, to to humans, at least from that end. But um, I, you you are you are hearing about an uptick, right, and a new, uh, I guess, a new strand. Of coronavirus, are you uh, are you feeling it where you are?
0: Okay, now, now when you say a new a new um, like an are you talking?
1: You know, like an uptick in uh in and cases all of a sudden?
0: Okay, they're talking about a new variant. Yes. In the uh, something like a BA two. It's it's a uh a new variant that's out there that's. It doesn't seem to be as bad as Omicron, but it's...
1: Uh... The good news seems to be that they're not dying from it, people. Are, are not that everyone's not dying from it. I can't say that, but we don't have the death toll. And you could see that from the media. And, you know, I remember on CNN, we'd have how many people died per day in, in the United States. And it was tremendous. And, and, and that number, you know, cre- get, kept creeping up, creeping up, creeping up. And, and it was horrendous to look at it—the death count and the death toll uh, on the uh, on the daily news uh, on while it was uh, going and going and going. We just don't have that with these with with Omicron, first of all, which was bad. But uh, but this new variant that you uh, that you just mentioned. Um, the death toll doesn't seem to rise with this tremendously. Am I right? Oh, that's right. Like I
0: said Omicron is about five hundred times. And the new one is only 120 percent versus the 500 percent for Omicron, so it's still it's still very really low. Yeah, oh, which is
1: great. And uh, I I think I had Omicron. I, I you know I got it back in December. You still never have gotten it. Uh, is that correct?
0: Oh yeah, thank goodness.
1: Yeah, <laughs> thank goodness. And uh, it's it's amazing. Uh, you know you must have done something right. You're around. Well, you you know you wore your masks and you uh, and you followed. The procedure, and I guess your employees there did the same. Uh, But uh, do you still have a mask requirement where
0: you are? Uh, Oh yeah, we still keep them in the pharmacy. Uh, We uh, lots of all the libraries still keep the mask requirement. Uh, I think schools, certain
1: schools, do right. I mean,
0: well, some schools are saying yes, and some are saying no. Uh,
1: Yeah, it's uh. I think it's it depends on the on the district and they're making policy deci- decisions uh district wide uh, but getting back to the the wildlife you you hadn't heard anything about that like rats and uh, and coyotes and and different animals that we normally wouldn't see on a regular basis uh, because of their lack of food um, they seem to be coming in more. Did you see any increase or hear about any increase? Of, uh, of that kind of wildlife, nuisance wildlife? Uh, no. I have not. Yeah. Well, you're uh, in an area that, that you wouldn't necessarily see a lot of that. You know, you, you're, in a, uh, uh, you're in an area that's got a uh, tremendous uh, uh, you know, amount of people. Um, the, uh, the, let's say, raccoons, for example. I live in, in, you know, not rural area. I live in suburbia, but we have raccoons, I mean, uh, on every block. We have raccoons and uh, and maybe um, maybe some of them moved into residential neighborhoods uh, because the commercial areas, the the business districts just weren't doing that business. But now it seems to be getting back to normal. Uh, How is the economy seen uh, in uh, in Berkeley? Uh, Does the uh, it it seems to be picking up right? The uh, the people are going back to the stores, they're eating again. And they're uh, how is your local area in Berkeley?
0: Well, everyone can enter any store they want to at the moment. Uh, it's nice to see people back out in the streets again. Uh, for a while, it was really difficult for all the restaurants out here. But now people are business is almost back to normal.
1: Yeah, well, it's it's thank God. Uh, that's that's important too. Obviously, the health of the population. Is uh, is number one, but uh, you know after that, soon after that is is economy, and you know you need to you know people need to make a living, and the different uh, you know the the different uh, businesses they are need each other to uh, to feed off of, and it's just been a very difficult uh, time. Uh, by the way, I mean this is just a side note, and before I uh, continue, Frank McKay here with Dr. Pamela Gums, and she's an award winning. Uh, pharmacist and she's a she's got her doctorate uh in pharmaceutical um uh, areas and uh, and she's just uh a, a amazing had an amazing career over the years and still going strong she's a uh, subject of a documentary and of course his radio series and so much more you could read articles on Dr. Pam and just very impressive uh, her whole career has been impressive and uh you know to uh, to produce and and to keep a business going during coronavirus is a is an experience like no other. I imagine. I, I can't imagine that you've that you've ever experienced anything like that. Uh, I don't think there's been anything like that in any of our lifetimes. But um, but think about it. I do. You, other than coronavirus and what happened with COVID 19. Uh, do you remember running a business and anything this this complicated or this uh, this confusing?
0: No, I, I don't believe so. No.
1: Yeah, you know it's uh, again. You know, uh, you know we 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 could touch on every little aspect of uh, of the world and how it was affected by coronavirus. I think, uh, and again, we've said this before, and then we get little upticks or whatever. But I do think the worst is behind us. And most people are uh, are talking about the the worst. Uh, just a little side note, and it, uh, we were talking about commerce before. Um, there there are there's like a resurgent of record shops uh, and selling vinyl records, vinyl uh, LPs, and I guess little 45s. And uh, and people are um, are pointing to to the fact that uh, that even though there was a resurgence. In that, uh, the uh, the industry took a hit because of coronavirus. For that type of industry to survive, you basically have to, you know, you have to have people coming in, going into the store and and weeding through everything. So again, uh, it's uh, you know coronavirus um, and COVID uh, COVID nineteen, you know, going to going together has had a a major. Uh, you know, effect and still going on. Uh, we started out talking about pets, and uh, and that's a, a pretty good place to uh, end off. Uh, your advice, Dr. Pam, to anyone who uh, who has questions about uh, about their pets is there is uh, is there some place you could suggest they go, or is it just the good old internet um, and and do their research? Uh, I imagine even the Mayo Clinic would have uh, would have advice on coronavirus and and pets and animals. Um, wh- where would you send people to take a look uh for for these questions that need to be answered?
0: You know, I would send them to their vet. <laughs> but um nobody or to their pharmacist. Uh there's a lot of information on the internet at the moment. that They can get an overview of what's going on with the pets. And just just remember that the um the, there are diseases out there that are part of the coronavirus that are really um oh lethal to their pets. The canine or the um feline um coronavirus can be quite devastating to the cats and they do die.
1: Wow. Yeah, it's uh, you know, listen, it's uh, it, it's sad. It's a whole other chapter in this, and historically, when we look back, all of these things that we're talking about will be touched upon. But Dr. Pamela, i want to congratulate you once again on all your success throughout the years, and uh, and on the upcoming documentary. Uh, Frank McKay signing off. Dr. Pamela Gums has been our very special guest. Binge listen to everything that we've been doing, and there's a whole series of shows. You could uh, you could hear on uh, online 124 different outlets. You can hear us, and again, our very special guest for this series is Dr. Pamela Gums from uh, from United Pharmacy in Berkeley, California. And uh, to everyone, Dr. Pam is how she's uh, for- uh, informally known as, and she's just wonderful each and every week. Uh, Dr. Pam, thank you very much.
0: All right, thank you. All right.
1: Dr. Pam, everyone. Dr. Pamela Gums. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down.